Hello friends and welcome to episode 75, three quarters of a century. Makes a boy think. Does it make you think? Who, me? Yeah. Uh, no. No. Okay. I'm referring to the Marilyn Monroe quote from Some Like It Hot. Right. She's 25 and she says, wow, that's a quarter of a century. Makes a girl think. Right. And it's been one of those things that sort of come up vaguely often in, in my family because my sister and my dad both like the those films from that era so right anyway are you going to do the intro or yeah are you going to talk about films? roll the roll the sound things welcome to the fetch everyone podcast everybody fetcheveryone.com is a free website for runners bikers swimmers and everyone else some websites put their best features behind a paywall. We don't do that. Everything's free for everybody. Visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast to leave your uh, comments, questions, suggestions about the show. You know this bit by now. Anyway, hello, Katie. I know you're here because you were just talking and I can see you. I am here. Yeah. Um, yeah. How are you? I'm good. I've had a reasonable week in exercise terms. And I did get back on with the yoga, and I did five. One of them was a very little, tiny, short bedtime yoga, but I'm counting it. And, um, yeah, it's been really nice to get back into it. It's surprising how having a week off, you suddenly notice that your downward dog is not quite as heels downy as it was. I mean, not that I've ever been able to get my heels completely down in downward dog, but um, they were approaching being down. Yeah. Um, if you had to put like a little like a little matchbox under your heels, would they have been down then? If you, yeah, I think they like, would. That, I think that's how match, close you, you yeah, were getting. I think a matchbox would do it. Yeah. Um, and, and just for clarity, are we talking about those big matches or <laughs> just a little kind of? Are we measuring things in matchboxes now? Um, I would go with one of the small matchboxes, but not the really really thin ones that you get free in in hotels, in casinos, and and. Massage parlours and the like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not those. Just like your normal. And just to clarify, mm-hmm. I only know that because there's often a clue in in murder stories, like on on the telly, where they like they find like one of those matchbooks. Yes. Called matchbooks. Oh, those? God, no, no, definitely no. not a matchbook. No. And you peel it open. It's it's always got some sort of pink silhouette of a lady. Yes. With a, like a shiny silver phone number on it and, and whatever. You're that explaining kind of... a lot about this. I mean, yeah, I know because of Telly, not because of shiny silver ladies. Okay. Yeah. No, it's just one of those situations where you know no one was probably suspicious of why you'd seen those, <laughs> but you've had to explain it in great detail. So anyway, uh, no, not one of those matchbooks, but like yeah. a normal box of matches. The kind that has a sort of ships on the back. I've interrupted you now, and are you going yeah. to thrash me any moment? Any moment. No, I'm just going to punch you hard. Yeah. <laughs> on the nose, if I can reach you from here. Um, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, we we don't, don't do that in our house. Um, no. That's not that's not our thing, is it? No. No. No, not at all, Katie. You should be ashamed of yourself <laughs> okay. for even thinking. That. I was just like a comedy punch on the nose, you know. Yeah. So. Sort of. <laughs> Go okay, on, yeah, no. like, like it's fun right. or something. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> oh gosh. How did we get here? Anyway, so you're back on the yoga horse. Back on the yoga, namaste, and um, loving it. Happy to be there. Um, 
so that's all good. I did a couple of swims last week. I went to Box End twice and that was nice actually. I um I, I did a, a like a surprisingly good swim on Wednesday, just sort of oh having said to wine legs, oh I never get under 20 for a lap. I then got under 20 for two laps in a row, uh, yeah. I think. Um and then on Saturday I went and I did two laps again and I really didn't fancy the third and I just thought to myself life is too short really and life is already kind of full of enough um, irritations to be getting on and making yourself do a, another lap of a lake where you're not training for anything in particular so just get out and go and chat to Silver Shadow who's sitting over there so that's what I did and um, and then we had a lovely coffee and cake um, when everyone else had finished swimming, so that was nice. Um, and running, I did three runs, I think. Sweet. And one of my runs, I decided, I feel as if I've got into this kind of running at around 10 to 10.30 pace. Mm -hmm. And I decided to go out and do a bit of a warm-up and then run my fetch mile, which is the bandstand to bridge mile, which it's on path it's very flat it's it's got a couple of sharpish turns but there's yeah. nothing in there staple really shaped. it's staple shaped like a used staple not a not a fresh out oh, of the we're box. not going to get into analyzing staples now are we? because we've done the match boxes to death <laughs> okay. i'm not sure we can all get right into but i'm just explaining how sharp the turns are they're like 180s rather than 90s yeah anyway all right okay you give me that look <laughs> don't hit me katie <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it, yeah, it is staple shaped, um, but it's a pretty fast mile. And um, so we did that on Friday and pushed the pace and beat my fetch mile time. So I was pleased with that. I mean, I don't believe that I really did the mile in the time that has come up. It said 8.46. Yeah. I don't think it was 8.46. I think that maybe the, what is it, like the watch talking to the satellite or whatever. Okay, so um, to... to get the mile you need to hit 10 checkpoints all the way along yeah, the mile yeah. and you just need to be within 40 meters of each of those yeah so the last one so your your mile is always going to be 40 meters short assuming your watch picks it up straight yeah, away yeah um but any kind of like if you imagine all the points were all the way around a circle yes you could run another circle that was 40 meters smaller in radius yeah and and still get a mile yeah. so that's the sort of the limit of how much you could so what i was just going to quickly do was just illustrate this by looking at my mile splits for that run so my mile splits for that run were 956 933 and 958 and the mile falls um uh, probably about two-thirds into mile one it starts and then mm. obviously you get a bit of mile two in there as well um so i think i was probably under 9.30 pace or maybe yeah. like around 9, 9.20. I was definitely pushing quite hard for me at the moment. Um, so anyway, I've, but it's just interesting because you look at the 8.46 and you go, whoa, I'm so fast at the moment. Um, mm. in, in my terms, that's that that feels fast to me. But um, I really had to have a little sort of chat to myself and go, no, Katie, you're not really doing 8.46s there. Um, so anyway... Uh, that was good and I was pleased I did that um, and then I had a run on Sunday morning with wine legs and we did another of my fetch miles and um, I, it's always really nice when people sign your your mile your guest book yeah 
I like that. Um, I signed Elsie's when I ran hers and, um, and my legs signed mine and it's just nice to see it. I've noticed that there's other people have have done my mile but haven't signed. So mm. yeah, that's all cool. Just to pull you up on something, and this is not like like your rubbish yes. or anything. No. Um, but you are you are better than you think you are because the benchmarks in your training that mm. actually pulls out the fastest miles worth of GPS. Okay. Um, and it doesn't rely on being within forty meters of something, so there's no sort of flexibility right. there. It has to be a mile, um, and your fastest mile during that run was eight fifty eight, so it was a sub nine. So I'm looking at benchmarks. I can't see my latest runs. Oh, there it is. Look, see under benchmarks. Oh yeah, I see it now. <laughs> now that we've <laughs> now that we've edited that bit out where I showed you. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So so actually that eight fifty eight was my fastest mile on the run. That's good. I'm pleased yeah. about that. I'm pleased to be getting under nine. Fifty five percent Wava. Getting there. Maybe I'll get a bit quicker. That'll be nice. Yeah. But yeah, back has just been a little bit niggly since yesterday morning, did my run um, and then yeah, just started to stiffen up a bit. So I'm just going to be careful about it all. Just be careful about it all. Yeah. Well, well done. Yeah. Thank you. What about you anyway? Gone on about me and my matchboxes. What What are you doing? What have you measured in matchboxes this week? Um, well, if you laid, I don't know, 20 miles worth of matchboxes end to end. <laughs> They would come up to be almost exactly twenty miles. Yeah. Uh, depending on how much of the sandpaper you'd used up, I suppose, but or not. Anyway, twenty miles this week, which I'm pretty pleased about. It's been a little while since I got to that sort of distance. Why would the sandpaper make a difference? Um, it wouldn't. Because I, you're doing them end I, I, to end. I've rode back. I've rode back. Right. But I suppose you squeeze it slightly. You squeeze the matchbox slightly while you're striking your match. Think you're really reaching there. Anyway, yeah, carry okay. on with your training. Yeah, so twenty miles this week, mm -hmm. including two fives and a ten. So bish bash bosh. Um, so the the fives were. Um, I did the first one with you. We ran three of those miles together, and then I went and added another couple on. Yeah. Um, then just another five uh, one morning while I had the boy crept out nice and early, um, and then um, sat Sunday morning, Sunday morning, I went and did 10 and ran up a, a, a nice steep hill, it was about 40 metres from bottom to top in the space of about a half a mile, so it was a reasonably mm. challenging one, um, one that I sort of tend to avoid running up because I think, like you look at it when you drive past and you go, oh, don't fancy running up that, mm. so I ran up it. Um, and then, so that the first um, mile and a half of my run was a bit of a sort of sluggish affair, and then um, it just sort of. By then, after after you've done that, everything else feels relatively flowy. Yeah. flowy, yeah. So um, that was all good. Um, I created some more fetch miles along that route as well. Um, so that would be nice for me to go and try and do those again at some point. Yeah. Um, and so I got to I got to nine point four, and I was thinking, oh, I don't. I don't need to. I don't need to get ten. No. I don't need to get ten. I'm just happy that I've I've come back to near the house and I'm sort of feeling relatively, you know, happy about mm. it all. Starting to feel a bit tired now. Mm. And then I got to nine point seven and I thought I'm so close now. Yeah. Nine point seven was at the house, so then I just went round the block again and got yeah. and got the ten, and then it ended up with ten point two. 
So pretty pleased for that. Very good. Um, and that's my longest run since February, um, which um, I did some 14s in February. At that point, I was trying to sort of very hurriedly try and prepare for Newport Marathon, which then didn't happen. Um, has that been rescheduled or cancelled? Um, the 2020 has been uh, rescheduled to 2021 on the same date, so effectively <laughs> it's been cancelled. Either that or they're going to have to like either run two in the same year on the same day, mm. which would be quite confusing for they're, the They're doing the, for so doing are they the going to call it the 2021 and stay with the same merch like the Olympics? What are they going to do? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, so there there is nothing this year, but it's it's just happening yeah. next April, I think it is. Fair enough. Yeah. So all all good with me and, and my legs came through it quite nicely. I'm, I'm feeling good. a bit sort of generally stiff and tired today, yeah. but it's 10 miles, isn't it? Understandable. Yeah. Understandable. Well done. Thank good. You. Sounds like a good week for both of us then, training-wise. Yeah. Uh, we had some great comments from users. Thanks all. Love it. Love to get your um, your thoughts on, on the podcast. Um, we both got kind of outed for being complete idiots, Dunces. really. <laughs> Uh, so Elsie pointed out that Bunyan was not the founder of Bedford and uh, Mrs Jiggs very kindly posted a photo of the spiders which were in fact ants yeah I'm I'm blaming my contact lenses for that I'm blaming my contact lenses for that I won't be um, I won't be shaken on that Um, but thanks guys (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) Um, oh um explained how to bypass feedback how to send me f mail so yeah he explained that by using a mixture of upper and lower case he could defeat my my rule that that pushes people towards the feedback page rather than f mailing me um so i've sorted that but they still they come (laughs) i don't know so so um if you've got any more ideas about how people are still able to f mail me um then uh do do shout out but Mm. ultimately i'm not that you know it's not a problem that people are f-mailing me um it's just nice to have everything in one silo rather than multiple ones because you never know which one needs your attention most really it's a lot easier to sort it out if it's only one um icg asks uh whether or not we're going to cover the who squares wins rule changes um yeah go on then um (laughs) i didn't expect that i thought we were we were gonna just Breeze past, but okay, go on then. So um, what happened is that I've changed it so that um, cross-training, so walking, gets the same number of points as running. And the reason I've done that is to um, rule out people accidentally logging, walking as running and running as walking and getting the wrong number of points um, because it does tend to, like, particularly as people start to make progress through the game and into the sort of the 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 harder parts of multiplayer um people start looking at each other's training and i I wanted to remove any sort of feeling that people were accidentally um scoring more than they should um Mm. and once you remove the idea that people are accidentally scoring more than they they should then it it sort of highlights that people are maybe trying to game the game Mm. um so i just made it so that running and walking score the same number of points I've got no problem with that because um, you're not using a, a machine like bicycling gets one point per square. Running and walking now get two point points per square. Mm. Um, but running and walking, you're just using your feet, your body, 
to cover as many squares as you can. So it's effectively the same thing, just quicker. Um, so there. That sounds fair enough yeah. to me. I mean, I don't think I've ever... Oh, I might have made it into multiplayer once, I think. I think I got through yeah. the first round. Um, but I have. I can genuinely say I've never looked at my opponent's training to see what they're doing. I mean, I think sometimes it comes up on the map if they've done... Am I right? If they've done cycling, does it look different? I can't remember. It, it looks different in that, like, you get one point for it, so, like, you're more likely to get odd numbers. I'm not exactly paying much attention, <laughs> am I? Um, yeah, I might have noticed that. I might have noticed that they've, they've scored different points for it, but um, um, I understand people, you know, they play the games, they take them seriously, and that's absolutely fair enough. Um, yeah. But that sounds like a fair enough kind of, and quite a fair way of dealing with it. Yeah, I mean, there, there there were people who did not like it, and um, yeah, that was like the, that was yeah. the, the thing I came back to after a week away, and it was like, oh, really? I'm just trying to try to work things out for everybody, and it's like, oh, yeah, we, we both it. came back to a bit of reality, really, didn't we? After our yeah. breakaway, and that's often the case. I think you come back from a a time where you've been able to be a bit more carefree, and yeah. Um, you're immediately faced with some pretty um, harsh reality, but yeah. But multiplayer is getting go. more competitive. Yes. So it's by by that the very nature. And that's good. Yeah. That's good. It's great to have people really like working it out and trying to get as many squares as they can and trying to get their whole square sort of done and all of those yeah. different things that people are doing with it. That's great. That's really. What, what you want from a game, isn't it? Yeah. Um, um, a big shout out to 57 and a half degrees of pain. Oh, yeah. What's he done? He got his entire square, so all 225 squares of his grid, right. in one run. Wow. Yeah. How many miles was that? 35.7 miles. Wow. Yeah. Very good. Well done. That's great. Um, yeah. Was I going to say anything else about multiplayer? No. Don't know. No. Good. Well, just maybe I wanted to like let you know how many people are playing Who Squares Wins at the moment. And we've got 543 signed up, which is sort of every time I look at it, it is increasing. So more and more people are getting sucked into the Who yeah. Squares Wins vortex. I anyway, keep, I keep thinking about signing up for Conquer Size actually, because I think I probably would quite enjoy that one. Um, yeah, you but I haven't done that. Linz has specifically said, don't ask, but I am asking, why were you wearing goggles in the car? And my theory is, is that she's got prescription goggles. Oh, okay. But I don't know. But yeah. anyway. My, the um, other theory is that she was wearing a face mask and to stop her glasses steaming up, she was wearing her goggles oh, instead. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Very topical. Uh, I've already covered the spider's ants. Let's not go near that again. <laughs> Um, Trin pointed out that it's been a year since the Bedford Bridges Challenge. I can't believe it. It's gone so fast. Yeah. I mean, where has that year gone? And it also makes you sort of go, oh, do you remember those times when you could invite Yeah, when all those people came people. to our house. Yeah. <laughs> you could make coffee for people yeah. in your house. Do you remember people? People coming. Remember that? Do you remember people? Yeah. Well, um, I'm, I'm not running today, but I'll, I'm running tomorrow and I'll have a look at the distance that we covered. I might go and recreate, recreate. the route, including oh. all the bits where I dash backwards to go and find people. But um, yeah. yeah, 
if there could be a food festival at the same time just to sort of give it that yes. flavour of, of authenticity. Do you remember festivals? Do you remember, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember stuff? Do you remember trains? That's what my boy said to me yesterday. We went for a walk all the day before and he said, do you remember when we used to go on trains? Yes, I do. It just feels really weird to think of it now, doesn't it? But yeah. I'm sure there are some people getting on trains. and I know that some of my clients have had to get into work, so... Yeah. Rog T has tried orienteering, and uh, we'll be featuring a little piece from him later on. Okay. Um, clearly, he, he made it back out of the orienteering labyrinth. We could put yeah. that in now. We could, couldn't we? Good. And then we could just go and drink coffee while we listen. Let's put it Shall we do that? Let's, Let's do, do that. that. Let's do that. Why not? We're in charge, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Just we don't a sec. play by the rules. No. We don't follow the wiki. Hi there, Fetchies. Rog T here. Having recently listened to and enjoyed podcast episode 73 with RF Fozzy on orienteering, I decided to look a bit more into it and maybe give it a go. This is a short piece about my experience. I'd recently restarted paying more attention to the Fetch games, particularly who squares wins and fetch point, which have helped me a lot lately in providing a variety and something else to focus on when out running. Orienteering sounded along the same lines, and when I heard there were permanent and virtual courses you could just rock up and have a go at, I thought it sounded ideal for me. I first looked up local permanent courses, but none of them were particularly local for me, and length of course probably wasn't worth the effort and journey time to get there. It was during this search I came across one of the local clubs, Wimborne Orienteers, and discovered that they had created some virtual courses using the Map Run F app. Even better, I found that they had created one in the small North Dorset town of Sturmston Newton, where I live. I downloaded the app and loaded up the local course, both quick and easy to do, and had a little look. It seemed simple enough and was very easy to navigate. A few days later, after listening to episode 74 and receiving a nudge, I'm ready to give it a go. I haven't spent much time looking at the course, I didn't want to start plotting routes in my mind too long before doing it. I want to experience that during the event itself. On this course there are 30 controls and there is a time limit of 60 minutes. The straight line distance between the furthest points north to south is just under one mile and the furthest point east to west is about half a mile. I tested the app this morning on my dog walk by punching at the start point and then two further controls. So I'm confident now, I'm ready to give it a go, which I'll probably do tomorrow morning. Right then, excuse me, on my little drop down to this part of the orienteering course. That's about three quarters of a mile from my place down there. Back in the stomachs, it should be nice and warm up by the time we get there. Um, I'm hoping to get around all, all 30 markers in the, in the 60 minute time this morning. Hoping the local knowledge, six years of dog walks and jogging in the area, should be there, should give me the edge. Well, we'll see. I'll let you know at the end. Okay, just approaching the start point now. I think it should automatically beep as I get there. Uh, oh, there we go. Right, I'm off. Okay, that's uh, 15th control just checked. Uh, just over about 23 minutes. It all looks like I'm on track. Nothing major has gone wrong massively so far. Cheers. Right, just finished the course. Uh, uh, turned out just under 47 minutes. Happy to say I did find all the, all the checkpoints. Interesting to find a few places in my little town 
that didn't know existed, little cut-throughs and stuff. But yeah, that was a lot of fun and certainly something I'll be doing again. I've got time to beat now, see if I can do it in a more efficient way. We shall see. Cheers then. Thanks, Rog. That sounded like you had a good time. And um, rather than wandering around the course like and like I did, you actually went for it and you've given yourself a good target to, to have a chip away at next time. So well done. Yeah. I'm glad it inspired you to go and do that. Um, yeah, that's good. It's good to get yeah. people out doing different things. So this is as a virtual course, I'm guessing there were no actual markers present unless there was like, you know, you need to be near the post box or something like that. But um, but there was something that went beep, so there must be something. Yeah, so there's he, he's got an app, and, and the app knows the locations of all the, the control points. Oh, I see. Um, and so you, you you keep running, keep trying to get to the right point until the, the app goes beep, and then so you know that GPS. you've got it. Yeah. It's a GPS sort yeah. of locator sort of thing. Yeah, so the one thing it, it takes away, if I've understood it right, is the need to sort of like look around for something specific to say that yes you found it mm. um so that was that was cool at urchester just trying to find these little things mm. and where the bushes had grown up around them a little bit um probably during lockdown while they're not being maintained so yeah. carefully perhaps um but yeah i'm really glad that you had a good time with yeah. it as well sounds good um lizzle says that um um she did orienteering and felt a a bit of a, a painful something going on in her innards and it turns out that she was spawning a baby. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> sort of. Well, you, you've that, written it down here. I so. know. Well, it was more that she was implanting a baby. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That didn't happen to me at Urchester. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not because that's going to take some explaining. Um, I also turned my head to see if I could lessen the wind noise. So XB, you were not alone in that. So Westmores was uh, asking about smartphones for orienteering but we just had a map didn't we and um, as um, Rog T's um, recording has shown us you can have a, a very kind of virtual approach to it but you can just have the sweaty map approach and yeah. uh, that's what we did. Yeah. Um, although I have to say that my map was not sweaty. No. <laughs> Mine was only sweaty because I think I, I ran rather than um, you guys did a bit of walking, didn't you? But um, We did all walking. Yeah, yeah. I, I did mostly all, mostly all running <laughs> with a bit of walking around, scratching my head. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but what I would say is that you don't even have to have a map if you just want to... Um, you could just have a run around somewhere where there are permanent markers and just try and spot as many as you can. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, you know, if you're just sort of looking for like the real most basic introduction to orienteering, go and find where the markers are. Yeah. Um, but having a, a subset of all of the control markers and having to choose your route between them all mm. is, is pretty good fun. Um, on the orienteering thread, uh, I think orange, mm. I'm never quite sure how to pronounce that because of the J at the end instead of the GE for orange. Mm. Um, but he posted a picture of him collecting one of the control points in an actual orienteering race, mm. and it looks like he's running along the side of a, like, literally the side of a hillside that's almost mm. vertical. Right. Um, so you can see how, like, when you start taking it really seriously, just how extreme the, the running gets in order to get the most efficient route between things. Yeah. Um, so that was that was pretty that impressive. That doesn't sound like my kind of 
orienteering route. Not so much. Um, I did try scanning the QR codes at Urchester and I got nowhere at all with it. So whether that was me, user error, or their codes or or what, I don't know. But I, my phone didn't want to do that. Um, and just as a little throwback to the old uh, pronunciation of dovecot, dovecoat, or docot, or ducot, uh, Doric Quine is staying at a ducot this next whenever she's going so um it's a lovely sign actually there's a photo of it on the um podcast thread so go and have a look at that site features site features Mr. right Ian okay. Williams. well it's been it's been a, a a ripe week for for producing site features and i've got two cool ones to talk about um the first one is the sharing graphic um, it's been really nice to see lots of these popping up on Facebook and Twitter. Um, and I blogged about this as well. So if you want to go and see some examples, go and check out my blog. Um, but basically when you share your run, ride or swim to um, Facebook or Twitter, you get a nice little sort of route graphic that uh, includes the color scheme for your, your pace bands. Um, and some other little stats as well. So it, it's better than what we had previously, which was for a lot of people just sort of a blank uh, page um, when they shared it. Um, so it looks pretty cool now. And it's interesting to see the different shapes of roots that Did people Did you see have. mine that I shared? Yes, the rabbit on a skateboard. Or Excuse a, me, it's a dog. Dog on a Quite skateboard. Quite clearly a dog. Yeah. Okay. On a skateboard. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. You need to make the ears a bit more pointy then. It looked more like a rabbit to me. Well, I was imagining sort of Stephen's ears, like yeah. really being swept back in the wind. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. The boy got a great picture of Stephen um, on one of our walks um, at the end of last week mm. with all four of his feet off the ground. So I'll, I'll post that somewhere. Yeah, that is a great picture. I liked it. It's a very good one. Yeah. So that's that one. So um, as well as sort of being a nice way to sort of show off to your friends and family what you've been up to it's also a great way to just point people at the site yeah. um, obviously if you post literally everything that you do every single run you'll um, irritate the hell out of people certainly some people will will not want to see every every single thing that you've done um, but it has made me try to avoid doing out and backs this week because I wanted to make some nice shapes with my with my roots my my um, dog on a surfboard um, mm-hmm. route is was was made completely inadvertently, um, and it's my bandstand to bridge mile, plus then running around the park basically. And for some reason, I get round to the far side of the park, and I think oh, I'm not gonna. If I run straight home now, this dog has no ears. I won't have three miles, which I like to do at least three miles when I go out to run. And so I always just run up one of the roads to Castle Road, across a little bit and down. So that is the dog's ears, is yeah. that little bit of me going, I need that just an extra bit. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Yes, show us your shapes. Fetchies. Um, and the other site feature that I wanted to point out was the thread search. People have been talking to me since goodness knows when about uh, creating a, a way to search uh, forum mm. threads. Um, the ideal thing would be able to, there's one feature request that says, I think it's from Happy G, I want a search everything button um, where I can just have one box or a, which will search the entire site mm. um, and, and every possible thing with with 
the ability to choose the start and end date, the specific user, mm. the color of pants I'm wearing, every possible aspect, all in one page, all for it to be working brilliantly, amazingly quickly, and, and all of mm. that. Mm. Um, to which I say, no, <laughs> no, sorry. Um, but I, I'm starting small, um, so who you knows? can. Who knows? Yeah, who knows where? I would like you to, um, because I quite often lose my thread. Can yeah. you code my brain so that I can find my thread again? Okay, yeah. <laughs> you could look at recent contributions. If you go to the forum page, there is a little block over on the web called recent no, contributions. No, I'm not talking about the website. Oh, your, your thread <laughs> of, of thinking, right. Okay, what were we talking about? I don't know. No. Anyway. So uh, if you go to uh, any thread and you want to search through it, just look for the search button. That's uh, in the in the thread topper. That is really useful. I mean, I, I I really do like that on on group chats and things like that. I quite often use that um, that searching the the chat hmm. for for subjects rather than yeah. going back over them again. And uh, my boys are so sick of me asking for their address that I now just go to the, the yeah. message thread and yeah. search. So that's good. We've had at least one success with someone finding a recipe that they. Ah. Um, mislaid in one of the, the cooking threads. Oh, that's useful. Because um, so, I was looking yeah. for um, a vegetable fritter recipe that I'd that I'd lost in the vegetarian um, thread, and I found it by searching through the thread, not by using what, the sort search. Of manually? Or what? Manually, uh, yeah. But I did find it, and uh, so my boy was going to try that recipe. I'd like to try it, actually. It's a sweet potato fritter. you fancy that idea? Yeah, I'll give that a go. Good. Okay, the batter yeah. sounds nice. It's got things like cumin and black onion seeds and turmeric. And... Bring it on. Good. Okay, we'll give that a try. Um, are you done speaking about thread searching or have you more to say? Um, no, I reckon I'm pretty much done with that now. Good. What are you smiling at now? Nothing. Okay. Um... <laughs> What's next, Katie? Well, it's the highlights, isn't it? Yeah. I'd like to highlight... Ultra Sparkly Bridget's blog, blog, frog. Frog. Uh, not a frog or a blog, but a blog. Yeah. Anyway, I'd like to highlight that because it's just lovely. It's so heartwarming. Her boy is recovering really well, and he's been for a home visit, and it's just really nice. It's like in the midst of all this pandemic rubbish going on that's a lovely little sparkle of light so i'm highlighting that how about you what would you like to highlight um oh i don't have anything to i don't have any forum threads to highlight i'm okay, sorry i've just fine. been so I've, I've done those two features i've done a little bit of let's call it site admin and um i've also <laughs> i've also um sent out all the avoid everyone shirts so okay if, if i'm highlighting a thread it would be the has your avoid everyone shirt arrived yet thread mm. um because it's been nice to see everybody saying yes it has um i've got a few people who i'm sending out swaps for um mm. i think in three out of the four cases um they thought they'd ordered a, a vest and they um had actually ordered a shirt so I'm trying to send out what they actually wanted. Um, happily, I've I've had the necessary spares to be able to do that. Good. Um, and in one case, somebody I think wants to change size. Um, okay. But that's not not too bad out of a, a 
batch of 150 so very good yeah cool so that's my thread I'm lovely well done okay um we have a couple of featured fetchies haven't we yes. we've had our lovely rog t doing a orienteering bit we've done that one and uh, we have autumn leaves yes what has she sent us well let's find out okay. shall we hello fetchies it's autumn leaves here um way back when uh when we did the big um zoom podcast uh, I talked a little bit about the training plan that I think I just started following um, at that point, which was from the Garmin website. Um, I finished it a few weeks ago and I thought I would do a little update um, on how it had gone and um, a review, really, I suppose, um, in case anybody else wanted to give one of their plans a go. Um, so, as I say, you access it on the Garmin website. Um, there is a section called training plans depending on the sort of garmin you have um i think if you've got a really up-to-date one you have slightly more options um than i do with a 235 but the one i did was um the um boosting your fitness plan or increasing your fitness something like that um and i did an intermediate plan which was based on four sessions a week and used heart rate um, as a way of monitoring effort. It was 12 weeks um, and uh, as I say four runs a week. Generally speaking um, two of those runs were relatively intensive in terms of effort um, but it did vary and as the um, 12 weeks went on there was the occasional cutback week with um, shorter runs. Um, Easy runs uh, or recovery runs, as they were also sometimes called, um, had to be run in zone two um, of your heart rate. Um, and efforts were generally done in zone four. I've never really worked to heart rate before, uh, so it was all quite new. Um, each session would be um, sent across to your watch on the relevant day. So uh, when you wanted to do it, you, you put in your starting date uh, for the plan and your finishing date um, and uh, it, it sort of adjusts across the week. Um, but it's very easy to edit. So you can move a session, you can um, change a session if, you, if you're feeling perhaps that it's going to be too intense. Um, I didn't do all that much, in fact, with the, the joys of, of lockdown was that on the whole, I could run pretty much when I chose. Um, so I didn't have to do all that much fiddling around um, in terms of the days. I found it a really good way of motivating myself um, at this quite difficult time. Um, no races to aim for, uh, no people to run with apart from uh, Mr. Rael on occasion. Um, and I think it would have been very easy for me to set out with every intention of doing um, a harder interval session and actually perhaps a mile in thinking, oh, do you know, I can't really face it. Um, whereas having my watch um, buzzing at me at the start of each uh, interval session and telling me I wasn't working hard enough, which it frequently did, um, did definitely mean that I put myself through um, my paces in, in a way that I don't think I would have done. So that was definitely a benefit. The way the plan was structured was quite hard for me because um, 
The intervals would have you working in zone four throughout the hard rep um, and then it would tell you to recover in zone two and sometimes those recoveries were really short. Uh, they were often only a minute. Um, I'm not sure they were ever longer than two minutes. Um, and if you're working really hard for three or four minutes, then one minute is nowhere near enough uh, to get back down into zone two, I found anyway. Um, so it was inadequate recovery, which meant that you had to get used to the fact that over the course of um, a series of sharp intervals with very short recoveries, your pace inevitably drops. Um, you just can't actually maintain um, that sort of super fast pace that perhaps you start with in the first interval. Um, I don't normally work like that. Um, when I'm coaching interval sessions and doing them myself, I would normally aim at consistency. So I would try and work out in advance, well, how long should that interval take me or how far should I get in that three minutes um, and aim to do that from the outset and still be able to do it at the end. So, so that for me was quite a big change. Um, some of the um, more sort of threshold intervals were quite long. So there were a couple where I had to do a couple of miles in zone four um, or uh, a 15 minute section in zone four. Um, and I did find that very challenging. However, that said, the main thing I have noticed now I'm running rather more to my own sort of plan um, is that um, I am finding tempo running comes a lot more naturally than it was um, kind of four months ago. So that that was definitely a bonus. It, it has definitely um, taught my system that I can work harder uh, for a bit longer than probably I, I think. Um, so I, I would recommend it if you've if you're looking for a plan, if perhaps you, you know you're without a coach or your club at the moment and um, you want something a little bit different, um, then I would certainly say it, it worked for me. I did feel my fitness had improved. Um, I did a, a sort of test park run um, on a, a fairly undulating route um, that I used that I'd done about a week before I started the plan. Um, and um, I did manage to get about 30 to 40 seconds off uh, my time when I tried again at the end of the of the plan. So, um, and I did feel a great deal more, um, not exactly comfortable, but it felt more manageable to run at that pace. Um, so I, I, I did do 5K in, in about 25 and a half minutes, which, um, is as good as I've done in quite some time. It's way off my PV, but it's um, it is better than uh, than I've done for some time. So overall, I was fairly pleased. Um, if anyone wants any specific details about the plan, do feel free to drop me an F mail. Um, but I'll stop wittering about it now because this is probably more than long enough. Um, so say, stay safe, stay well, and keep running. And um, hopefully catch up with some of you in the forums very soon. Bye. Thanks, Autumn Leaves. That sounds like a a, a great plan, and and certainly the outcome that you you got thirty to forty seconds quicker over the course of it. That sounds great. Um, the one thing I, I picked up, um, you were talking about how in the shorter um, recoveries you were finding it hard for your heart rate to to get down to the prescribed zone before you had to go and, and push yourself again. Um, I have seen another variation of that where the recoveries are long enough 
that your heart rate does come down. So you, you just increase the length of the recovery until your heart rate comes down to a specific point. Um, I'm not saying that's necessarily a better way of doing it than the way that you're mm. doing it. Um, and I, I like what you said about how it is um, allowed you to sort of become accustomed to yeah. that, that harder working. So perhaps that fixed interval, even though you're not getting down to the relevant heart rate zone within it, um, perhaps that has helped you to sort of mm. push your, your limits a little bit. So, And that's what it's all about, isn't it? You push mm. yourself beyond what you're comfortable with yeah. for a, a chunk of time and then you recover and then you do it all over again <laughs> and you keep doing it until either something breaks or you break the world record. Yeah, no, so. it sounds like a good plan. The the um, the sessions where you were at threshold for sort of a couple of miles or 15 minutes or you know, the, the sort of longer um, threshold um, intervals that you were doing, they sound tough, but I know that they're the ones that do help you to cope with that feeling of pushing harder. Um, this is a very kind of small example of this, but when I pushed myself to beat my fetch mile um, and I was running around the sort of nine minute mile pace, as it turns out, um, afterwards, what I found was that I was then running at what felt like a very comfortable pace, but was faster than I've been running at for the last few weeks and months yeah. so that was sort of an, that's an interesting sort of mental thing that happens I think as well it's the it is obviously physical when you're doing a long plan like you're you've been doing um with your heart rate um being very specific to your heart rate but mine was just a sort of almost a kind of proof to my body look you can actually do this and some of it has been a mental block for me but the 30 to 40 seconds off your 5k time is excellent yeah, I, I missed really a bit good. where she said how many weeks the plan was. Cause 12, I, I, did, I think. 12 yeah. weeks. That's really good. That's gone so quickly, though, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything goes so quickly at the moment. Well, another 12 weeks, and uh, that's interesting to know whether or not you, you're planning on going round again or whether or not you're you're going to go and do something different now. So, um, yeah, let us know how, how you make progress. Um, and we've got Minardi now who is going to talk us through the Sheepy Shuffle, uh, which is an event that's been organised by Jovial Gnome um, and it's for his Mirkwood Home for Retired Sheep um, and it was a half marathon. I don't think you had to do the half marathon all in one go, but there was an absolutely amazing uh, medal and um, Minardi knows Jovial Gnome, they're all up in Boston sort of area. So um, anyway, over to Minardi. Hi Fetchies, this is Minardi here and I'm in the company of Jovial Gnome and we've just done the Sheepy Shuffle. There's five of us done it. I've got Fran. Say hello Fran. Hello darling. Say Mar hello, hello Maria. Hello. And Odette. Hi. And Nicola. Hiya. Nicola's just done her first ever half marathon yeah, well Sheepy Shuffle yeah. and the rest of us dragged her around and we've done it well it's the shippy shuffle which we've done raising funds for the Mirkwood Rest Home for Retired Gentle Sheep. Yes. Who are gorgeous. A wonderful charity run by the gorgeous Jovial Gnome of this fetch land, of this parish. Yes that's the words I'm looking for. Sorry my brain's gone to mush. Did you want to say a little No, just to say thank you so very, very much because it wouldn't happen without you guys. And, uh, yeah, really, really do appreciate everybody who's done the Sheepy Shuffle and especially the fabulous five who have done it here today. 
You've been awesome. It's been fun to watch. So there's been it's been a, a virtual half marathon. Had did you say nearly six hundred? Uh, Five hundred eighty-five. As Five hundred and eighty-five people have entered. We get a medal of a sheep wearing a face mask, which is pretty appropriate. We started off with the sheep. They've gone ever so shy and won't have a selfie. But um, Jovial Gnome has promised us that he will do a piece for the podcast in the future, explaining exactly what the Merkwood Rest Home is all about. But I'm just going to go and drink some bubbles and celebrate the fact that Nicola's won her first half and the rest of us have done a half marathon, so we're dead chuffed. Bye, Fetchies. Bye, Fetchies. Oh. Drinking bubbles. I mean, that just does not sound like Minardi, does it? I mean, what's going on there? She's No, sounds, she's, sounds weird. Sounds it's very strange. So unlike her. So glad, actually, Minardi, just to um, say that your brain has turned to mush also because <laughs> mine is definitely getting there. Um, and just so lovely to hear Jovial Gnome there, actually. I, I did get in touch with, with him um, to ask him to do a piece about the, the Merkwood home for gentle retired sheep. I, I, keep, I, sh- I think I change it every time I say it. Um, but yes, uh, it's just so lovely to see his pictures on Facebook um, of his sheep. And the thing that is just so wonderful is how much he loves his sheep. He properly loves them. Mm. Um so I would highly recommend you have a look into that charity. And I'm really looking forward to him doing a piece for us for the podcast um, because he's just a top bloke and um, he really does run that place uh, pretty much on his own with help from friends. And it's a really lovely, heartwarming thing. Yeah, and to great see. to see so many people competing in, in it as well. So hopefully that's well, helped was... to uh, look after the, the sheep a little bit. So so someone said to me the other day, and I'm really trying, racking my brains as to who it was, but someone just said to me out of the blue, oh, I'm doing this great virtual race. And when they said it was the Sheepy Shuffle, I was just so chuffed because <laughs> I couldn't think, there wasn't a Fetch Everyone um, link. I, so I so obviously the, the word has got out and that's really great. And to think that there are nearly 600 people doing it, that's fabulous. So Yeah. Great, thank you so much for that um, report, Minardi. That's wonderful um, and lovely to hear from Jovial Gnome too. So, what are you up to this week then, Mr. Williams? Um, I'm so I'm not doing anything runny today because I, I did my long run yesterday. So I'm just giving my legs what nothing runny. Nothing runny. Good. <laughs> Always a bonus. Um, so uh, a bit of a rest day today. And then I just sort of would be quite happy doing the same thing all over again, really. Um, yeah. Uh, Wednesday, me and you've got a bit of time together, so we're going to hopefully do a, a, a nice walk. We really enjoyed our walks in Devon, so yes. we're going to try and see if we can recreate that in Bedfordshire <laughs> um, and see if the cows are any different, eh? It would be good, actually, to for me to do some research of parts as well because um, the Sunday runs that we're doing, Elsie and Wine Legs and myself, um, we're supposed to be sort of finding routes and exploring new places and so it would be nice for me to find some runnable footpaths if we can, so that would be cool. Yeah, sure. Um, what about you? What are you going to do apart from that? What am I going to do? I'm going to just make sure my back's okay. It feels better this morning. I, I think it was just a little bit of a, a, I don't know, something had just niggled at it. Um, so I'm swimming today. I've got a swim booked at midday, so I'll take it nice and easy for that. 
Um, and the other thing I'm going to do this week is a psychological first aid course, which was highlighted by my professional body. Um, and basically, so the Chartered Society of Physiotherapy had um, urged physios to take this psychological first aid for COVID-19. And it's a way of helping our patients who come to us with you know your normal aches and pains but who have perhaps been through the mill a bit with this pandemic um, and there's no doubt it's affected people in all sorts of different ways so if anyone wants to know about that psychological first aid course let me know uh, I have a link to it it's um, a company called future learn I think but I've yeah, got a link yeah. I've got a link it's a three-week um, free uh, one hour a week course and um, it looks pretty interesting so I've recommended it to a few other people as well um, but if you're in a situation where you are in contact with people who've probably been affected by this pandemic and you're dealing with their sort of other worries that may have been made worse by it then I can't see that there's going to be any harm to do it. And you might may even find that your your job will allow you to do it as a CPD um, as well. So it may be something that you can do in work time. So Sorry for my computer making a noise there. You were putting me into your trash right at that moment, weren't you? No, I was I was converting some files to help the podcast. It helps the process. Yes, help it move it along. So yeah, and more running. I'm happy. To, I'd like to do a longer run again. Um, but yeah, all dependent on the back yeah. being all right. That's priority number one. I don't think I've made any badges for collecting other people's fetch miles yet. I've made badges for creating fetch miles, but not for um, gathering other people's fetch miles. So, that would be good. Um, that would be cool. And that, mm. Maybe that would help you in your quest to go out and run some fast faster miles yeah um so there's, there's quite a few around here that i've created that you could go collect i don't know whether um nightjar actually went ahead and put this in as a um a request a feature request but one thing that um he was talking about was following training people's mm. training and being able to only follow specific bits of their training so in other words like if you just want to see their running or you just want to see their swimming or you just want to see their cross training. Yeah. Um, and to not have to see everything that they're, they're doing. Yeah. Um, that was something that we talked about. Yeah. So I don't think he has posted that as a feature request. Um, but one along a similar line, somebody asked for um, a bit more information in the actual notification. So where it says uh, yeah. KTB has logged some training, mm. if it said KTB has logged a three-mile run or KTB has logged a, a one-and-a-half-mile swim or something like that, yeah, um, it just gives you that a bit more information as to whether or not you want to then go and look at that or just clear it. So if it's just KTB has walked to the shops, mm. um, you might not want to go and take mm. a look at that in detail. Um, KTB is doing yoga again. You're yeah. Not. Yeah. So just including maybe the the category and the distance, mm. perhaps might give a bit more information and allow you to see whether or not you want to go look at it, and might take away some of those frustrations when 
You got lots of um, notifications. Because pe people are logging more things now. So mm. people are logging more walking, which although yeah. it's great to see as a as someone who's following someone else, you might not want to see that sort of level of detail about what they're doing. So yeah, yeah. it's constant evolution. It is constant yeah. evolution. We love it. Cool. Good stuff. That's that, I think. Right. Shall we sling our collective hooks? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening to the podcast, everybody. Um, we love to hear your contributions as we've had some nice ones this week, as we always do every week. Mm. Um, so send them in, please, to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. Don't forget to subscribe. Vis visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash. Why did I say it like that? I don't know. I don't know. Don't do it like that. It's... No. No. Okay, cut that bit out. Visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast to contribute um, sort of textually to the show. And uh, we'll see you next time. Hook slung. Bye. Bye.